What's going on with lending rates and where do we see them heading for the rest of the year? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show today. Once again, is our monthly series called Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub, one of my favorite people in the whole planet. So you're so lucky to get to listen to Joel because I am lucky to get to listen to Joel. He is from Guaranteed Rate. Let's talk about Joel. Joel is the Vice President of Lending at Guaranteed Rate. He's been doing loans at a high level since 2003. He's got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Last year alone, Joel gave back over $300,000 in closing costs to his buyers who worked with him. And that put his volume in the top one-tenth of 1% of all lenders nationwide. By the way, if you're watching this, you're probably listening, but Joel's lovely wife, Christine, just walked back and forth. And I feel sad that I was talking because I would have loved to have said, hi, Christine, we love you. Uh, Everybody loves you. But anyway, back to Joel. Um, and let's see, where were we? Oh, Joel is in the top one-tenth of 1% of all lenders nationwide. In fact, out of 400,000 loan officers in the country, Joel is in ranked number 137. Last year, last year, he closed 319 transactions. That was 2022. His highest amount ever. He crushed it. He's doing well this year as well. He, he's just constantly doing it. Joel is a legend here in the Chicagoland area, but guaranteed rate is licensed in all 50 states. So if you, meaning our listeners, are watching or viewing, uh, watching, listening rather, are wanting a better relationship with a lender, somebody that can actually help you grow your business. Joel Schaub and his team are the kings of that. They want to talk to you. And even if you're not going to work with them directly, they have an amazing email list that we're going to get you to subscribe to because it'll give you some talking points you can use with your clients. But if you are looking for a loan officer, we cannot highly more recommend Sorry, we cannot more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best we've ever worked with. He did my mortgage. I've sent people to him. He's the very best out there. No full stop. Uh, Joel can be reached 
reach out to him at his email, joel at rate.com, joel at rate.com, or you can shoot him a text message or call him at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel Schaub. Joel, welcome. DJ, thanks so much for having me on. I love it when we go through the numbers, but I really like being here and giving back. And this is what we were talking about uh, before we got on the air. It's being able to educate and learn just one or two more things that'll help agents close another deal or help a buyer or maybe even get another seller. So I'm excited to be here. I want to start, but we always put the plugs at the end. I want to put the plug at the beginning this time because speaking of giving back, you and your team put out, you know, Joel, this is so funny. I, I have to have, actually, I'm interrupting my own story because I started to send this to you earlier this morning in an email. I got an email from a very, very famous, like a famous mortgage lender, kind of a celebrity mortgage lender on the East Coast. I won't mention his name. He's apparently a very nice person. Somehow I got on his email list. He sent me the longest email full. I mean, it was just chock full of stuff. And I looked at it and my mind sort of, I, I, I went dizzy. And it was just so much content in one email that I literally was like, I don't know what to do with this. And it, and I was going to send it to you because I, I was thinking, I'm so glad you don't do that. But you do have an email um, uh, uh, that you send out every week that your team sends out that literally gives you a, several different data points of what's going on in the mortgage world and the lending world. And so I want everybody who's listening to our show to subscribe to that because I've seen what other lenders send and it's not that good, <laughs> but what you send is awesome. So um, where can people go to subscribe to that? On well, DJ, we call that information overload, right? There's mm-hmm. just too much information out there. And right now, especially with buyers, they have all these different news sources talking to them about interest rates. And it's it's all lagging data, right? They literally are being told one week, mortgage rates went up and they're actually lower than they were the previous right. week. And so having some bite-sized education pieces that you can look at weekly, make all the difference in the world if you're an agent, and we've created that uh, list. So you can literally subscribe by just sending an email to joel at rate.com and say, sign me up for your newsletter. And on a weekly basis, we give you digestible, DJ, things that you can speak to in terms of not just the rates, but different programs and trends that are happening so that you can seem on top of the market and do it in a way that sets you apart from others in your market. Awesome. Well, everyone go send that email to joel at rate.com and they will get you on their email list. And then you, when you're talking to your clients and they ask what's going on in the lending world, you will have bullet points and you will not have to, oh, I have to send you this email. There was like seven videos in the email. Anyway, tons and tons of stuff. It's information overload, but that is not what we do on this show. We distill down to the most important details because realtors and lending are intricately related and connected and one depends on the other and we all need more business. So what's going on? What should we be talking about this month? Well, we got an action-packed show because right now there's so much volatility in terms of interest rates. And so it's really important if you're an agent to kind of be on top of what's going on in the market because buyers are asking, right? Should I wait right now with rates being too high? If you're an agent listening to this, I know you've heard that. A buyer says, I think I'm going to wait until rates come down before we buy. And DJ, the the problem with that is when rates do come down, we're going to see a flood of buyers back into the market. 
Okay. And we already know that the data points for the Fed are indicating that we're going to drop rates over a hundred basis points next year. Okay. Wow. So you're hearing it first that Fed probably has gone too far already, but they have to stay on track at least this year with the rate increases. And as soon as it's done, we will see a big drop. That doesn't mean that clients need to wait until that day to get into the market, even though we don't really like this phrase of buy the home, right? Where you're, you're getting in and I don't even like this, but it's marry the home and date three. Okay. However, you can literally use this exact same strategy, whether rates are going to drop in six months or two years, we shouldn't be buying just specifically because of rate. And you know that. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's so amazing. So we were looking at our numbers at our brokerage today. We have over 700 agents and this, this peel back the curtain a little bit. We were looking at our, our, our numbers and we saw something that kind of stuck out at us. Um, and it was really, really interesting. And so last week, uh, with our agents, we only had nine new listings, which was very, very low right. for us. We we're like, oh, wow, that's really low. This, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago, nine, uh, nine listings. Last week, 21 new listings. And we looked and we're like, well, what's going on? Is it the spring market? Is it, it's, it's a lot of things, right? And the good news is it's a great time to list your property because yes, there's, there's a little bit more competition, but rates are not, again, I just, I don't think six, and a half percent or six, even, even higher than six and a half percent is, is something to cry about. I just don't think it is. I think we need to readjust. We need to reeducate our, our, our buyers and say, Hey, this is where it is. And there isn't a whole lot of inventory. It's starting to ramp up a little bit, but, um, I still think, I I still think rates are fine. And there's a lot of ways to get rates that are lower. Okay. So let's just have a conversation here. Buyers aren't shocked anymore that rates are in the low sixes. That's absolutely one of the things that I'm hearing more and more is, yeah, I expected that. This isn't news. Unlike last year where it was every single week, it continued to go up and it was a shock to people. Now it's kind of the norm, but there's a lot of ways right now to get rates that are lower than 6%. So if you're an agent, Uh, You want to have your clients look at two things. It's not just a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, okay? Especially on the smaller loan amounts, there's not that big of a difference in the payment on a 15 or 20-year loan. It seems like people just forget about this, and they shouldn't. A 15-year loan is in the low fives, and a 20-year loan is in the high fives. So when you talk about rates being in the sixes, there are plenty of fixed rate options in the fives, DJ. And then on the other end of the spectrum, when you're in these larger loan amounts, you can look at the jumbo adjustable rate mortgages that are easily in the fives as well. So clients that are borrowing in most cities and states over 726,000, they're going to do themselves a favor by shopping this around. They don't need 30 years at these rates. The flavors come in five, seven, and 10 years. And if you lock a rate for the next seven years and fairly certain that we're going to see rates lower in the next seven years than what we have today. So why take a fixed rate mortgage as long as you can sleep well at night? You can take a rate in the sixes or you could take a rate down into the fives and just work with a bank that will promise to do a free refinance for you. And there's plenty of banks out there. So make sure you're partnering with those people, whether it's me or not. There's so many banks currently that no matter what, they'll do a no-cost refinance for your clients. And that could get them over the hump, too, if they're afraid to buy now. 
So some good strategies there in terms of rates. Yeah, that makes a, makes a lot of sense. Um, wh- are you seeing any hesitation? Is the hesitation that buyers had last year as rates were steadily increasing, um, we're seeing that level off now. Um, are you seeing that the attitudes of buyers changing? Well, they're still very price conscious, right? It literally is hundreds of dollars more per month, DJ. So we still do really want to dig in and make sure the client's comfortable with the monthly payment because there are a lot of people that because of this rate increase probably shouldn't buy. And they don't hear that. They just continue to be told, oh, everything is fine. Let's get you into a home. And that's not the best way to build the business. That's a a great way to be a salesperson. But there's a lot of people that probably should not buy until rates do come down. And just working through and finding out what somebody's comfortability is, is a lot more important than whether they qualify. Because a lot of banks will lend them money, but if it's hundreds of dollars more than they're comfortable with, and you know that as an agent, you can set the expectation as to what they can go out and look at, okay? Because the pricing is a lot different today than it was before. If they were only approved before at a 250000 or $350,000 place, now that rates are higher, that approval amounts come down a lot. So it's important to be working with them and understand what their qualifications are and really where their comfort level is. What would you tell um, a you know homeowners right now that um, are thinking that they sh- maybe they'll sell, but they're worried about inventory, right? So if they sell their property, they might be worried. I don't know if there's enough inventory out there to buy something else. What what would you say to them? I'll tell them they could come live with you until they find a place. And that's <laughs> the best thing. Let's get the home sold and DJ will put you up. I'll, I'll put you up myself. Yeah. It is a problem. It, it is part of uh, most conversations that I have. And what I always recommend uh, people do is make sure they know what they can buy before they list their home. Because it's going to be a lot quicker of a sale right now. You're going to sell your home a lot faster than you're probably going to find the home that you like in this market. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, with that said, though, just further on that conversation is that if you know what you're going to sell it for, you don't have to have it listed. You can go out and shop for the properties that you're getting ready to buy. And as soon as you do go under contract to that place, be ready with your agent to have the place listed. Because if you're in most markets, these are quick sales. And so there is a strategy to finding the home first that you want to buy. As long as you have the photos taken of your home, you can delay that putting it on the market so that it times out perfectly. I'd love to talk also about some of the more creative um, products that lending institutions are are are, are, po- are that are offering that are popular these days. Buy downs. I know we we've touched on these before. I I don't think we can talk about this enough because I don't hear agents because I. I do speak to a lot of agents, um, not just through the show, but but even just out in my own personal life. And I mentioned the buy down thing, and I, I swear half of the agents I talk to go, "What? What's that?" So I want to educate everybody about these buy down options because I think this is such a cool way to mitigate some of of the interest rate environment we're in. So let's cut through all the data and like actually get down to the numbers and and actually understand what what it means, right? So if developers are giving the money to the buyer or the seller is giving the money to the buyer, this works. But if you're just increasing the purchase price to cover the cost of the buy down, 
I'm not a proponent of that. So let's do a strategy right now or a little quick breakdown of a $500,000 purchase. The client's going to put 20% down. And then I'm going to give you a pop quiz on the savings because this is fun. I'm going to put you on the spot here because if you have a $500,000 home and we would be doing a $400,000 loan, we're going to ask the seller for a 3% credit. And that 3% closing cost credit, DJ, will fund a 2-1 rate buy down. And that 2-1 rate buy down drives the rate down two full percentage points in the first year, one point the second year, and then the borrower pays the note rate in the final uh, 28 years. So buyers will say, well, why don't I just take 15 grand off the price? Okay, if the seller was gonna give me 15 grand, I just wanna pay 15 grand less for the home. Sure. And so I run that calculation and I say that that will save on a monthly basis $92 a month, which is good. So now the pop quiz comes in, and if you're doing it on a 2-1 buy-down, DJ, do you think it doubles the monthly savings? Do you think it's a little bit less than double, or do you think it's more than double? I would in that say first it's, year. I would say it's more than. Yes. It's more than, but it's a lot more than. So if yeah. you actually take this, it saves $496 a month in wow. the first year. It saves $254 a month in the next year. And that's where the problem is. It's the first two years. We really feel that the Fed's going to get this under control and rates will be lower. If we're wrong, the sellers have still funded the buy down. So that's a great strategy. And it does save a lot of money. Now, the big thing here is that the buyer still has to qualify on the higher payment. Okay. Sure. It's not an excuse to get into a home that's over your head, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want buyers having to have this 2-1 buy-down to qualify. But it's a really nice bonus when the seller or we can negotiate if it's not even a developer, just a individual selling the home to fund a 2-1 buy-down. And it's 3% of the purchase price. And then it takes 2% off year one and 1% the next year. That's great. And then I know that there's, you were mentioning uh, before we got on air, another strategy about parents who have children that are going off to college. Now, I, I will tell you what you're about to mention. Um, my, uh, I dated a woman many, many, many years ago whose family did exactly this. Um, and it was a great investment for them. It worked out really well, saved them a lot of money uh, over the years. But let's talk about that. What's well, called the family opportunity loan and most banks that you're already working with, if you're a realtor, they do have this, even if they don't know it. And what it allows people to do is it's twofold. The first one is mom and dad buying a home or a condominium for a college bound student. They could be enrolled right now or enrolling in the next semester. And they're allowed to buy that property, even though the client is uh, not living in it the son or daughter is not going to go on the mortgage and you're allowed to do that with just a 5% down payment. What that means is we're essentially buying an investment property because in a year or two, the son or daughter probably won't continue to stay in that price property. And so now we've created a situation where we've bought a home with only 5% down and you're fully and legally allowed to rent it even after 12 months. 
Yeah, it's a great opportunity to have you know your child live live rent free, collect the rent from from the other tenants, and then continue to rent out the property as the child moves on. And I know I switched uh, places I lived every every year in college as well. But th- this isn't you know these are where a lot of people can save money on the um, the room and board, right? So this is a great opportunity to invest a little bit and collect all of the tax deductions, which is nice about having income producing properties as well. So this would be another really great opportunity to talk to anyone that you know that has children that are nearing the end of their high school years or maybe their first couple of years of even college. This is when you, know, you could start saying, hey, has anyone ever talked to you instead of, you know, just paying for rent for you know uh, your children at school, that maybe this is another option. This would be a great reason to reach out and just have that conversation with everyone who has a child in high school, you know, getting to the end of uh, going off to college. DJ, can you imagine how much money uh, you or I would have if our parents, instead of paying for the room and board at college, bought a place and literally just kept that place? And that's the point right now. Amazing. A lot of people... You're not doing this for the 18-year-old that's moving to college for the very first time. It's usually the move up. They've been in college for a year or two, and maybe they're a junior or a senior. And the other thing that I did not mention is that you are allowed to collect rents. So a lot of my clients have their daughter, and then they have two or three roommates. And they're fully allowed to collect rents from the bedrooms that are there. As long as the parents qualify, that's not a rental property. And it really allows for uh, generational wealth. You're buying something and you're not putting money into the room and board. Now, the other side of that, which unfortunately we see, is a lot of times we have maybe uh, a client whose mother or father unfortunately passes away. And now mom or dad needs to downsize, right? And mom or dad is elderly, isn't working. And the parents are making the choice, you know, you're trying, you know, you're at a point now where you become your parents' parent and you have to figure out, am I going to pay for a lease for my mother for the next couple of years? Or gosh, if I'm paying two or $3,000 a month, I'd, I'd like to buy something for her and I can afford the payment, but I don't want to put $100,000 down. So that's the strategy. Again, you can just put 5% down and have mom or dad living in the property. And it's completely different, DJ, than it being a second home or an investment property. These are priced as another primary residence. And it's the only time that I know of that any underwriter allows you to have a second primary residence. And that means the rates are a lot lower. The mortgage insurance is next to nothing. And it can count for 5% down. So there's some strategies there. Again, it's called the family opportunity loan. Uh, I take it as an opportunity, if I was an agent, to reach out to the lenders that I'm working with right now and say, hey, I was listening to a podcast. Do you have this loan program? And the good ones that you're working with know all about it. So the family opportunity loan allows an individual to possibly uh, purchase another property for someone in the family. It's It becomes another primary residence. You're allowed to collect. I mean, obviously there's qualifications mm-hmm. and you need to yes, fit into the right so very far. specific bucket here, but it uh, you, you're allowed to collect rent, but it's not considered a rental property. No, 
you have to have the parent in that property or the son or daughter in the property. What we can't do is call it this and literally just have it be an investment property. Sure. So that goes against the nature of it. And so it does allow for somebody to move in. You could collect rents uh, if there are bedrooms for sure. And then after one year, the son or daughter moves out or mom or dad moves to another location. You're fully within your rights to have that be an investment property as long as for the first 12 months it was occupied by the person that was on the upfront paperwork. That's an amazing strategy. So you you, you live in the property for a year that cements it as a, a residence and yes. and then from there on out you can kind of do do what you want with only and only uh, starting the whole thing with only 5% down. That is an incredible option. Um, guys, these are the kind of creative ways that uh, for lending and 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 for real estate transactions that has really taken Joel from you know from from start to to where he is now at the very very top of the uh, of the lending food chain because he is always thinking about creative solutions for his clients. Um, that that's an that's incredible. You kind of blew my mind with that. I did not know that was that was an option. So I'm I'm really there's a little one bit. more thing about this though, ready DJ? Because I know right now people are thinking in their mind. Well, if I put 20% down on that, I don't have to pay mortgage insurance, okay? So let me tell you about why this program is amazing. Is that with 5% down and it be considered a primary residence, let's take a $400,000 property. Yes, you could put 80 grand down and not have mortgage insurance. But I had a client recently just do the 5% down where they put down $20,000 and that mortgage insurance was about $51 a month. Right. So $51, and yes, that money is going right out the window. I'll be the first to admit it. We don't ever want to pay mortgage insurance. But the decision was, if I'm only putting 20 grand down instead of 80 grand, and I'm getting the exact same rate, I don't want to put down 80 grand if it only costs me 51 extra dollars. Exactly. And that's the solution. And if I'm an agent, now I know two strategies and I'm keeping my antennas up. I'm thinking of people that are getting older and I'm thinking maybe they have a parent that needs this. It doesn't need to be somebody who passes away. It just needs to be a situation where you want to put mom or dad into a property or a son or daughter who's college bound or enrolled in a property. And this is the strategy to do it without 20% down. It's amazing. Um, yeah, that, that is an amazing, you really, again, you're blowing, blowing my mind with those. I did not, I did not know that product existed and, um, what a great opportunity for anyone with, with aging parents or who have, who are, or who are parents themselves and have kids who are in college and you're tired of paying that, that, uh, room and board, uh, rent every yes. month. Um, let's let, you know, I also would, lo- you know, it's funny. I, I just saw, um, the national association of realtors, Lawrence Yoon, the, the, basically the head economist, he just said that he was very happy with inflation. The, the numbers m- most important are recently, uh, released. And he said he believes uh, rates are on the way down. So the very top guy at the national association of realtors believes rates are, are going to be coming down at some point. It didn't say when, but we hope uh, we hope soon. But again, I, I still think this is not a time to get discouraged. This is just a time to get work a little harder, right? I this not not Joel, of course, Joel always works hard, but for everyone <laughs> listening, 
Um, this is the time where lots of people are sitting on the sidelines. Lots of agents are not moving forward. You know, they're they're paying attention to only what's happening in the news, and they're just maybe they're they have a little fear. This is the time to to keep to bring these kind of options to your clients, whether or not it's the right fit for them. That you know, you guys will figure out. But this is a time to over communicate versus under communicate. You're exactly right. And when we think about what happened with inflation and what the Fed's historic move up in rates, right? Maybe we see a little bit of volatility here where they go up a little bit before they come down. But the likelihood that the Fed does the same amount of rate increases that they've already done is next to nothing. There's a very little chance that the rates continue to go up that much. Okay. It is much more likely that the worst of the inflation is behind us. And that means at some point in time next year, we're going to see rates come down and they might come up a little bit, but the situation really truly is that we should stay positive. We know that rates here in the sixes aren't something that makes you want to you know, jump out of a tree. Everything is okay. And in the near future, rates will be lower. So let's go out and get all the deals we can right now. And let's help all the clients we can now because when the floodgates turn on again, you better be ready. Because when rates are down, we're going to see that again in the future. There's going to be a lot more activity. So get ready for it. I, I started as a financial advisor um, on September 12th, 2001, uh, which of course we know what, what happened the day prior. Um, but it was also, aside from the, the terrorist attack that happened, it was also the tech bubble had already started crashing significantly if we were, if we, if we were alive during those times. And I will tell you that people would told me at that time, this is the worst possible time to get in. Um, I was coming in when people were losing 85, 90% of if they were heavily invested in tech technology at that time, the, at, at the turn of the millennium, um, that people were down significantly. And I was told worst time you could possibly get in. It was the best time to get in actually, because as a result, I worked really hard. I didn't know any different. And as a result, yes. I just pounded through and I found people um, that were like me, that were new to the market, that you know didn't have a history behind me to say like, well, I, I made eighty percent last year and now I've lost it all. This is a great time to pick up. What I'm really talking about is first time home buyers. This is a great opportunity to pick up first time home buyers. When people are ready to buy, they're ready to buy. You know, rates be damned. You know, quite honestly, like when people need to move, they need to move. So now is a time to get in. I would encourage all of our listeners find out where your the people in your your contact list where they work, and I would I would partner up with someone like Joel or Joel himself, and I would say I want to go to visit some of these companies. I want to you know bring in some lunch. I want to do a whole pitch on. Uh, I want to talk to people who are in their like late 20s or early 30s who are thinking about buying, who haven't yet done it, and th that's going to be my market. And if you do that this year, you're going to be golden right now. And that's the reason if I'm an agent right now, like I continue to turn in to the Keeping It Real podcast, you're getting information, you're getting one extra thing that you can actually put in place right now. And if you're in a market like we are, Rents are not cheap, and I don't really know a market, now that I think about it, where rents are cheap. And if you are renting, the rate that you're paying is 100. And DJ, I like 6.5 or 6% a lot more than I like 100%. Right. So remember this. 
when people complain about where the rates are and they're renting, remind them that the rate that they're paying right now is 100%. All of that money goes out the window. And if you own a place, 6% is going out the window and everything else is actually going to pay down your mortgage and you get a tax deduction. So remember, the sky is not falling. If somebody is renting, you can help them and just work your sphere. There's a lot of opportunities right now and, uh, Stay positive. And that's my advice for you. And, and guys, what what I would recommend, and when I, I say guys, I should stop saying that because obviously we we actually have more female listeners than than male listeners. I say girls, but um, but I'll just say everyone. Um, this is this is what I would do if 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 I was if I were you, and I meet with a client and they're not sure. I would say, you know what? I've got the group, the best mortgage person, the best lender. I'm going to, we're going to have a conversation and they're going to try to figure out a creative strategy for you. You don't have to know everything. You just have to know the right lender. And when you pass that person over, believe me, lenders love those kind of introductions. So you, what you want to do is partner with somebody who is this creative, somebody like Joel or just partner with Joel himself. That's what I did. That's what you should do. But if you're not, if, if Joel isn't, you know, able to help you, you can find someone else. But Joel, for everyone else who's going to follow me and follow you, what's, what's the best way that they should get in touch with you so that they can find about, uh, out about these creative strategies and these different options? Well, I love the keeping it real community because I've literally had personal conversations with dozens of listeners. They're shocked when I actually return the emails to them and personally talk to them. And I love it. I mean, it's just part of who I am. And it's just one of those things where if you want, you can email me joel at rate.com, J-O-E-L at R-A-T-E dot com. And remember, if somebody's paying, let's say, $2,500 a month in rent, their biggest objection isn't that the payment that they can't afford a mortgage is that they don't have the down payment. And so coming up with these strategies to do 3% down or 5% down where the rates are really attractive on these first time home buyer programs, that's going to make all the difference. They're already paying a mortgage. They're just paying somebody else's mortgage. So help them get on the right track to home ownership. The more people you help, the more you'll help yourself. And it all goes back to that giver's game mentality. If you can give and you teach and you educate, people are going to follow you. And those people are going to refer you more business. So get out there and put the people first and teach them and help them. Agreed. Everyone out there, grab, well, you're probably on your phone. If you're, uh, if you are, uh, go to your email app and send an email to joel at rate.com. Ask to be placed on his weekly mortgage update lending list and you will get a market update once a week and it's too much full of information where you can't like the example I gave earlier today um it was very beautiful email I have to share it with you but it was I got to see this email I, you got to see it it, see, yeah. it, it, it was There's so over the so top. much data so, oh so much gosh. data and, and but but the point is is most people you know look we we want two or three pieces of information that we can lock into our brains that's what you're uh, what what your your weekly market update does, and it gives us a way to actually make more money, meaning 
more clients, helping more people. So everyone, and by the way, too, if you're a realtor and you want to partner with a, a lending, uh, a loan officer who can actually help you grow your business, Joel and his team, they're very, they're, they're the best out there. The best I've ever found. Please give them a shot. Um, reach out to Joel, joel at rate.com, or you can, you can, um, Joel, give that, do you mind giving the phone number one more time? Yeah, 773-654-2049. And we're we're just happy to be giving back. It's really great to be on. And I hope everybody got some useful information today. We covered a lot about rates. We covered the sky isn't falling and that rates probably will be coming down. But even right now where the rates are at, if you're renting a home, it's still much better to go out and see what we can buy. As long as you have a small down payment, you're going to be in the door. And some creative strategies for people who have children in, in college, as well as elderly parents who might need a residence. So, you know, pass this episode over. Oh, by the way, guys, we are now on Instagram. I want everybody to follow us, please, on Instagram at Top Agent Interviews. I wish it was keeping it real, but that was already taken. So at Top Agent Interviews. And uh, we're post. And the reason I'm mentioning this is not because I want a big uh, t- uh, Instagram following. But because we actually, every single day, we're pushing out a short form video clip, uh, usually under 60 seconds on actually all of our social platforms, um, including TikTok. But Instagram is what where we find most of our audience is hanging out. So please follow us, Top Agent Interviews on Instagram, and you can get a daily dose of uh, this podcast. So Joel, thank you so much for another episode, another month, um, another great episode of content is, you know, everyone get on Joel's list, joel at rate.com. Email him now, now, now. Tell everyone in your office to get on that list as well. Reach out to him with your buyer questions, right? He is the man. He's got a whole team in place. They will work with you one-on-one. Um, and, you know, also on behalf of all of our listeners we want to and viewers, want to thank Joel for spending time with us today. He took time out of his busy day to be on the show, as well as we want to, Joel and I want to thank the audience for continuing to support and listen. And please tell a friend, think of one other realtor that could benefit from this conversation and send them a link to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. And uh, also follow us on Instagram again, top agent interviews. All right, Joel, great to see you. And we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Joel.